Welcome back to the What You Want to Know podcast with episode two. I'm Maddie, and I'm here with Grace, Tyree, and Barry, and we are talking about what does the Bible say about LGBTQ, and should the church stay quiet? (laughs) Oh, so um, I, like my biblical foundation um, on this um, is Romans 1, 18 through 27, and it basically talks about God's wrath against sinful humanity, and Paul decides like to use um, homosexuality as an example and basically um, later in the scripture verses after 27 he compares it to envy murder strife deceit and uh, malice and then gossiping slanders and and hating and all these things so my first question is what is everybody's viewpoint because I feel like people are different Unless we're the same, because I've had multiple different conversations with people. I think it's one of those topics where it is, it is like scripture does talk about it, but it's also okay. How do we, how do we talk about this? How do yeah. we navigate this? Because it is something in our society, in our culture, that it's just, it's all over. It's been pushed, it's been mm-hmm. pushing through, even within our kids, mm-hmm. and like in all of the Disney things. So like, it's it's just one of those topics where it's hard. It's mm-hmm. it's a hard topic, but I think I think the Bible shows, man, we, we're called to love everybody. Yeah. And just because we love somebody doesn't mean we agree with everything that people mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. But I mean, look at Jesus. Jesus did everything. He hung out with people that, that in society were outcasted and yeah. hung out with people that normally people wouldn't hang out with. And so if Jesus is hanging out and doing these things that people are like, why are you doing this? I think as a church body, we shouldn't count people out. We should, we yeah. should, we're called to love. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that doesn't mean we're going to support and do yeah. and be a part of the things that that community does. We're, yeah. gonna, we're called to love them, but we're not called to support them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think specifically when it comes to the church, we try to do a really good job of the loving them part. But, like, I think there comes a point when you kind of got to be like, hey, man, like, you're kind of in the wrong here. And it's it's from a place of love still saying that. Like, love is not tolerating sin. Love is leading people out of it. And, like, what you're saying in Romans, it clearly lists it as a sin. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to have that hard conversation. Um, it takes, like, a firm hand of a father to like straighten out the crooked ways of a son, right? Mm. So we have to be that as the church. We have to be the firm hand. And we have to straighten out their path. And it's not through force or through condemnation, but it's through truth. And I don't know. It's just, it's really, it's really hard because how do you go about that from the pulpit? And I think that we think we have to make it this really big thing, but we don't sit behind the pulpit and talk about how we need to stop people from like, murdering or committing Mm -hmm. adultery like those are sins but it's not like we're not against this like the sin Mm -hmm. we're like it's a fight against the enemy and he wants us to focus so much on the sin that we forget to present Jesus Mm -hmm. and I think that's what we need to focus on is presenting Jesus in his love and then correcting people through that love yeah 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 I think to kind of add to everyone's saying because I agree with everyone and also yes um we're called to love everyone regardless of what they may look like, regardless of what they believe. And I think 
one of the issues in the church with this with this topic is we try to treat the fruits but not the root mm -hmm. of of this specific specific topic and I speak as someone who works with kids and a, a few of them have a uh, struggle with their identity and I think oftentimes we forget a child didn't just come out the womb mm -hmm. oh I want to be bisexual oh yeah. I want to be gay mm -hmm. it's like you know I'm saying it jokingly but it's true no, yeah and like a child like a child doesn't wake up and grow thinking oh I want to be a murderer yeah. oh I want to become like uh, Hitler and mm -hmm. kill all the Jews like no that doesn't no that's not how a child was born they're taught these things and I think just how society presents a lot of certain things it uh, it twists and alters like our minds mm -hmm. but I think going back to how we treat certain things and how we truly address it yeah. we address the fruit and we, we, we address the action but we never truly deal with the heart issues yeah. that are at hand. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, what we're do dealing with is soul issues, issues mm -hmm. within their soul. Yeah. A lot of these people are broken yes. and hurt, and I think a lot of people forget that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if we actually took time to sit down with them non-judgingly uh, non mm -hmm. and listen to them, oh, their father didn't love them. Oh. Yeah. They had a series of breakups, and they feel like, oh, maybe I'll just swing this way, you know? So I feel like there's so many different things that the church has done right, but there's also so much more we we need to do. And I think as a church, we're called to be a safe place. We're called to be a place, of, a safe haven, a refuge for people to come that feel lost and broken. And the reason why we see people who are affiliated with the LBGQ uh, not coming to the church is because they feel like their voice isn't being heard. Mm -hmm. If that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm thinking. <laughs> um. So, in a sense, like, what do you think? As like, I don't know, because I feel like this topic is so widely accepted by everybody, and like, and it's become such a hard thing to like talk about or preach about or even just like like I've had personal people in my life deal with it and then I've had personal people who d have dealt with it and are open about it and then who are like know that a this is a sin and like are fighting it and so what would you say to the people who just don't like like want to live that lifestyle and but then want to call themselves a Christian if that makes sense I mean I think we can like I think we can get as as Christians we can get quick to judge people yeah. but it's I mean if you lie if you say a little white yeah. lie mm -hmm. and you call yourself a Christian like are you a Christian so mm -hmm. I think that that's a it's a question that it's we can apply that to every area of our lives. It's yeah. whether or not do we want to live out this thing fully or do yeah. we not want to live this thing out fully. And even even with people that are struggling with their identity and struggling with like their sexuality, like we, we all have our own we all have our own wrestle, mm -hmm. we all have our own issues that we deal with. But there's some things in the Bible that I mean I, I don't I don't even like listen to. I'm like, yeah. I don't wanna do this. This is against yeah. what I want to do. Yeah. But again, it's not about us. Yeah. It's about laying our lives down and dying to self. And so yeah. even if those are things that we 
quote unquote desire, even though most most of the, that community there's some deeper rooted issue, but some people just willingly choose to do that as well. Yeah. And so for the people that willingly choose, it's well, do you want to die to self and actually yeah. walk this thing out with the Lord mm -hmm. faithfully and doing all the things, even if it's hard, or or you're gonna be lukewarm. And yeah. Yeah. Scripture, we all know what Scripture says about mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really the, the choice of do you want to die to self or not. Yeah. Because yeah. we can again, we can put, we can sub, we can sub sexuality with lying. Mm -hmm. Do are we gonna cheat? Are we gonna like? We can do whatever. Yeah. Like we can sub that and apply that to everybody. But it's just a personal decision. Are we gonna die to self? Yeah. Yeah, I think going off what I really like what you said. I think going off what what Barry was saying. I think this is why it's so important for not only though for those who are struggling with like their sexual identity. But just anyone in general, this is why the Bible says in Romans 12 to like be transformed and renewing mm -hmm. of yeah. your minds and not be uh, uh, conformed to the ways of this world. Because the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Yeah. Right. This is in your scriptures. This is in your Bible. As a man thinketh, so is he. And I think one of the main issues when it comes to this is we don't know how to properly divide our feelings from truth. Yeah. Yep. Because we are a body, soul, spirit. Mm -hmm. We are not our body. We have a soul and we are spirits. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that God is spirit. Therefore, if you're made in his image, we are spirit as well. Mm -hmm. Does this make sense? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I feel like we become, I feel like the way that modern day Christianity has presented Jesus and has presented the gospel has been more, what do I feel? Yeah. What do I sure. feel this day? What do I feel? What do I think? But it's like God cares about those things. But at the end of the day, it's not what he's after. He's after our heart. He's yeah. after our obedience. And because at the end of the day, it's not our life. Yeah. We're like, we're literally living on borrowed time. This is not our breath. And like, even when we say like, we're giving up our lives, it was never our life to give up. And we're just giving it back to the one who gave it yeah. to us in the first place, if that makes sense. But I really think we uh, need to have be able to have these hard conversations because mm -hmm. the reason why we aren't seeing true deliverance, and when I say deliverance, I'm not necessarily talking about the casting of a devils. I do believe in that. But like I said, a lot of these people have soul issues. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are trying to demonize these people, which ends up making the situation a lot worse yeah. if we're being completely honest. When these people just have soul issues, they have trauma. Mm -hmm. they need do, you, do you think that this is just like a question. Do you think that like the devil will play off those soul issues and like twist things in their mind and say like, oh, like this is who you are now because like this happened and um, like you're just going to have to deal with it? Absolutely. And I think the church is the church uh, is a huge byproduct of that, honestly, if that makes sense, because. We, we are so quick to demonize people that aren't demonized. Mm -hmm, yeah. Like, let's talk about that for a second. I know it's, like, kind of not really within the scope of the conversation, but we, we try to call, we tell people, oh, you have a devil, you have this, you have that. But if we really just sit down and listen to them, they have soul yeah. issues. They yeah, have trauma. Yeah. You need to see a counselor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You need to see a therapist. Mm -hmm. You need help. You are not well in your soul. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, I think no, the yeah. church. I think the church is very quick, especially with this topic. Especially, is very quick to say, man, that the enemy, the enemy is just working, and the yeah. enemy is just has a way in your life. 
And it's like, no, these people just got issues, dog. Yeah. They got trauma. Like, there's some trauma, but even, like, we try, we put so much pressure on, like, man, the enemy's working. And, like, yes, he is, but also it's people's choice as well. Like, yeah, people are sure. choosing to live this way. Mm-hmm. So it's it's also a people's choice. Yes, the yeah. enemy's always, like, he's working. He's, he's alive and well, too. But at the same time, we're, especially with this topic, like, there's deeper-rooted issues than the yeah. enemy just working. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, like, it kind of goes with, like, the God plus, like, mentality that Christians have nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, if as long as you have God in the equation, anything else is, like, permissible. Yeah. And um, also going back to, like, what Barry was saying earlier, like, why we can't condemn people for the struggles that they're going to face in, like, their humanity. Like, people are going to struggle with their sexual identity, mm-hmm. and we can't condemn them for that struggle. Just as, like, it's listed with gossip. I know so many people that gossip who are Christians, who are ministers, and, like, we can't condemn them for what they struggle with um, because, you know, like, something that me and my sister always talk about is that, like, we're never, no matter how hard we try, we can never be so spiritual, uh, like, to completely disconnect ourselves from our humanity. Mm-hmm. Like, we are human, and we have to realize that nobody's perfect. And, um, But at the same time, like, if they're choosing to live with God plus what they want and what they desire, like, I don't know. The Bible, just, the Bible says there's one way through Jesus, and you can't live with the God plus. And I think that's what a lot of people think that they can get away with. Um, in these days yeah well that's good does anybody have any closing thoughts before well well, you know me I always have a (laughs) (laughs) I think it's going to be super quick super simple Uh, in the book of John it says it a lot and even in the book of 1st John it's super simple and that's all I'm going to say if we truly love God we're not just going to talk about him but we're going to do what he says and the Bible says that if you love God we're going to love his commandments also yeah. mm-hmm. so um i think we just have to be a balanced people we're full of grace mm-hmm. full of truth and full of love and we have to help people through this healing process yeah because honestly and this is the problem we try to help people from behind the pulpit but a lot of people are afraid to smell like sheep and mm-hmm. that's the problem mm-hmm. within the church yeah. if you truly desire to see deliverance and people get healed from trauma or whatever it is, we have to learn how to smell like sheep as yeah. featured pastors and ministers. Well, you guys are pastors and ministers. For me, specifically, at Grace. <laughs> but we have to be willing to smell like sheep. We have to be willing to get down in the mud and dirt because yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the next generation that we're going to be leading yeah. and mm-hmm. preaching sure. to, so we can't be afraid to have these conversations. And when we choose to talk about these conversations this is why people will come yeah yeah because this is why people will come because they know that they can bring them themselves and recognizing that oh these are people that love me and accept me yeah they talk about what i need to do but they're willing to walk me through it you yeah. know yeah. and a lot and a lot of these these are kids we're talking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. who are struggling with their identity these kids their brain isn't fully developed. Yeah. Like, let's let, let I'm not a psychology <laughs> yeah. major by any means necessary. <laughs> by the unction of the Holy Ghost for a moment, like, let's be real. Let's be so for real for a second. Like, these, most of these are kids and their brains aren't fully mm-hmm. developed 
I'm, like these kids barely know how to wipe their butt when they take a poop, you know? It's like, and that was kind of graphic. But it's true. This is true. These kids barely know how to take care of themselves and they're making these big, like adulting decisions. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to create my own gender. Yeah. Like, you're 12. Mm -hmm. Like, you are nine years old. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You haven't seen 0. 0.0000 percent point one uh, of the world if yeah. that makes sense mm -hmm. so i just i think we have the also these are kids we're working with yeah and uh yeah so let's yeah. be people no that's who, real if we're gonna be willing to call them out we have to be willing to help them out yeah, yeah. and i feel like that's what we don't do yeah. we don't help them out of it yeah we're, great. Quick to, we're quick to rebuke somebody and all this uh cancel culture and and he, oh jeez, my God! <laughs> yeah, I mean, but even what you said about grace and truth, I think, I think as the church, we have we have took this idea, and we don't have a balance. Yeah. We either mm -hmm. are all grace mm -hmm. and no truth, or we're all truth with no grace. Yeah. Yeah. And so right. I I look at I see in, in John when Jesus is going to the Samaritan woman, and she's at the she's at the water, and she goes, he tells her, go go get your husband, and she goes, oh, and he's like, yeah, well, you got you got five of them. And so he, he calls out and he's truth, mm -hmm. but then he ends up like he he presents the gospel yeah, and loves yeah, her yeah. with grace and mm -hmm. says, "Now go." And so even with Jesus, like she's doing something completely out of pocket, yeah. and Jesus calls out the truth, but then he also loves her with with mm -hmm. grace. And so we need to take that that balance of grace and truth, yeah. and not have it yes. mm -hmm. not in balance at all. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, guys. Well, that's what we have for you today i hope that's what you wanted to know about this topic um come back for episode, episode three, three. <laughs>